0: Hey guys, just wanted to hop on here really quickly and let you know that Justine and I have relaunched our Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash restingbitchpod. There's currently only one tier there. It's $2 a month, so just 50 cents a week. And for your 50 cents a week, you're going to be getting early ad free episodes. So instead of listening to this episode on Friday, you could have been listening to it on Wednesday, completely ad free. Make sure you go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod, sign up for the $2 tier and keep your eye out for additional tiers that are coming soon. Extra juicy content is in the near future. All right, thank you. Hello, bitches. Welcome to resting bitch face. We have a very random and fun episode today I guess uh there's all kinds of juicy stuff that Justine has to tell us about pop culture news that I had no idea even existed and we're just kind of gonna do a random episode.
1: A go with the flow episode if you will. Yeah
0: yeah um have you watched Dead to Me season three?
1: Um I've never watched Dead to Me (gasps) one.
0: Oh my god. You have to watch it it's so good it is so good i don't
1: care to honestly
0: i know but you have to i i need you to watch at least the first like three episodes they're only like 30 minutes long they go by so
1: fast i was talking to amanda about this yesterday i'm not really into binging tv shows anymore i because she had just finished white lotus and euphoria and she was like i know i'm so behind but i cannot imagine waiting for this shit weekly and i'm like see I don't like binging anymore like I would I like having something to look forward to and the excitement of a new episode and my attention span just isn't like there to binge something anymore I don't know that's three seasons of something feels like very overwhelming to me which is weird because I I watched all nine seasons of Vanderpump Rules in like three weeks so I I see what
0: you're saying but at the same time like I like to have the option to binge uh, but yeah, I don't have a huge. That's why I like the 30 minute episodes because the hour long episodes just feel so overwhelming to me. I definitely would like for you to watch like the first three episodes of Dead to Me. And you don't have to binge them. You can watch one one day, one another day, but I think you would really like it. It's a very, very good show.
1: I've heard good things, but I've just been like, it's just one of those shows that I just never pressed. Just play give it on, a shot. Um, um this sounds funny but like I feel like everybody's getting sick and you know it's a good thing that I haven't gotten sick yet this winter but a part of me is like waiting to get sick just so I have a couple days to sit around and do nothing. Do nothing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, um Alex is sick. He didn't go to school today or yesterday so. I mean but you know like just kids that are in school even though it's high school like they're just so germy and gross and there's so many of them in small amount of, like small spaces. It's inevitable. They just get sick all the time. It's gross. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure, because everyone, like, goes home to their families, and God knows what they're doing, and then they got to go to school, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun.
0: They're packed into these hallways and into these classrooms, and yeah, it's gross, so. Um, speaking of White Lotus, I'm only a couple episodes into this season, and I I might have to start them over because I was kind of, like, doing dishes when I was watching it, but White Lotus is also a very good show.
1: Um, Definitely yeah, the...
0: worth watching.
1: The finale was Sunday. Um, Watched it live. So glad I did because I was oh, like... Oh, I forgot
0: you've been watching White Lotus.
1: Yeah, I- I've been I'm watching gonna it get, weekly.
0: I need to finish it. And then like maybe next week we can do a whole discussion about it. I think it's interesting that they brought Jennifer Coolidge back because like none of the other cast members from the first season were in it. I th-
1: I just think um she was like... I guess she was the standout star of season one because, like, she was the one that won an Emmy and everything for it. So um, I think it was just, like, I i personally liked it. I like that there's a tie to the first season a little bit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm so interested to see what you're going to say about it once it's all over because, of course, I know how it ends. So <laughs> I'm like, ugh.
0: I, I I keep seeing people keep saying, "Oh my God, White Lotus!" Da da da, and I'm like, so scared that I'm going to see a spoiler. I do not like spoilers, so I'm like, nobody spoil this for me. I'm I'm gonna get there. I'm working on it. <laughs>
1: yeah, he got to do that.
0: Um, we went to see last night because we love to do Tuesday movies because it's five dollars at our movie theater, mm-hmm. and we went to see the menu. It was so good.
1: Oh, the menu. Uh, Yeah, I heard it was good. Yes.
0: It was really good. I would highly recommend, like, of course, not reading anything about it. Um, I have seen the trailer several times and I wasn't ruined by it, but it was really good. And I think you should go see it.
1: Okay, good, because I am looking for a movie to go see my friend and I have been texting we like want to go to a movie and I was like why don't we go see that violent night and then because in my head I thought it was going to be like a horror movie and I looked up the trailer Uh and I was like that looks boring as fuck that's like action movie that's not really my thing um so against that one Um, Terrifier Two is still playing at that little theater, so I was like, "That's crazy." I know. So I was like, "I'd go see Terrifier again," even though my DVD is coming in a couple weeks. Um, and then yeah, I really want to see the Mean One with David Howard Thornton. Uh, but that's also like super limited release. I'd probably have to go to the states to watch it. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I highly recommend the menu. It was it was a fun watch. I really liked it um yeah it's a good one we see we were thinking about also maybe violent night and we both kind of watched a little bit of the trailer we're like no i'm not gonna do that um there was another movie that was like about world war ii or something that looked good but i'm glad we went to see the menu because it was a little bit like i think it was more, more of a fun watch and i like a fun watch i'm yeah, overwhelmed sure. enough with everything
1: for yeah. sure when you go to the movies like um like one movie for example that i wish i saw in the theater was smile so even though i had a great time watching it at home as right. i do i was like this was such a fun watch just because there's so many jump scares i was like this would have been a really good one to see in the theater with everyone like screaming and stuff you know? yeah
0: yeah we did see smile in the theater and it was a fun experience yeah. it was good there are, yeah like you're right you're right there are certain movies
1: that are just better in the movie theater yeah, like I so. remember seeing the very first Conjuring movie in the movie theater and there were a lot of I jump scares movies. in that one. I know they're not really, um, paranormal horror isn't really my thing. Me neither, uh, yeah. But but yeah, I remember going to see the first one in the theater and I thought it was so fun because some people were just losing their shit, all the jump scares, <laughs> so yeah.
0: That's kind of how it was when I saw Cabin in the Woods because I went to an early, uh, like a an early screening of it. In Vegas, They in, in the larger cities, they have a lot of early screening events, and I used to go all the time. And I took a couple of my friends to see Cabin in the Woods, and they had the cameras throughout the audience so they could catch your reaction to the jump scares and stuff. And then they ended up using that footage in the trailer, which was really cool. And that was another movie that had a lot of jump scares that was really fun to see in the theater. It was like the whole atmosphere. The whole, you know, ambiance.
1: Exactly. I saw one movie early release, early screening in Toronto. This was like, I don't know, whatever year the movie came out. Band Slam with (laughs) Ali from Ali and AJ. I've never seen that. Was it good? It was one of those things where like my friend I went with had like free passes or whatever. So I was like, even though this movie's going to suck, like whatever, it's a day out. And I went to go see it and I left and I'm like, that was a really fucking good movie. And I actually rewatched that like last year, the year before. It's actually very, very good. Does it hold up? Yeah, it's good. It's like, you know, it's like a rated PG-13 movie, but it's very good.
0: Um, I will definitely have to maybe check that out. I was gonna put it at the bottom of my watch list. <laughs> I'll probably never see
1: it. If you want like um, a fun, easy watch to put on, Band Slam. <laughs> I forgot like I don't know why I just thought about that, but yeah. I was just
0: thinking like, what's another movie that I was thinking of like that that's Oh, um, I don't remember if we talked about this on the pod, but I had Alex sit down and watch Save the Last Dance with me a few weeks ago, and that movie is so fucking good, and it holds up 20 years later. Like, it is a really good movie, and it's still good now. So if you haven't watched that in forever, revisit it. It's a good one.
1: Snooki got her nickname Snooki from Save the Last Dance. Fun Are fact. you serious? Yeah.
0: That's funny. But like, what is the correlation there? I don't.
1: <laughs> There's like a scene where like, they call one of the characters a snooky or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it had something to do with like, she was the first person of her friends to like make out with a guy or something like that. I don't know
0: okay all right it's, well, it's crazy that you know get that. like a
1: stupid nickname when you're 16 years old and then you're known as that for the rest of your life you're still like, you're
0: like 35 and that's still they, your nickname that's funny yeah
1: exactly that's why gianni will never call her that he's like i will never refer to her as Snooky. her name is nicole
0: Uh well yeah gianni is not the he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that likes to go around pe- calling people by their nicknames in their 30s right yeah just in general well, so I want you to tell me, you brought something up in our in our text yesterday about Megan the stallion and like she got shot and crazy shit is happening. I I had no idea any of this was happening. Had never heard of it before, so it's like tell me everything.
1: Okay, so I don't know when this happened. It's got to have been at least a year ago now, a while ago. Um, Tori Lanes, Megan the Stallion, Kylie Jenner. I think Corey Gamble was there too, because him and Kylie have this like strange friendship. A bunch of people, they were out at a club and there was some sort of fight or whatever. Tori Lanes shot Megan the Stallion in the foot multiple times. Multiple um, times? I think so, yeah. Like, can she walk? Yeah, she's yeah, she's fine. Holy fuck. I mean, she's physically fine. She's not emotionally yeah. fine. She like she like broke down on the stand yesterday and said that like she wished that he killed her and stuff. Like it's
0: Oh my god. She, Give me a break.
1: Take <laughs> relax, Megan. She, she did uh she did like one of those you know evening entertainment program interviews and she was like talking about and crying a while ago and I didn't realize it was like going to trial but yeah the trial's happening and it's crazy and people are like posting all about it all over the Kardashian subreddit and I didn't realize that the night after it happened Kylie Jenner posted a picture of her foot on Instagram
0: oh my god
1: like like why
0: did he shoot her in the foot I don't was it an accident was it on there there was
1: like it was on purpose there was like some sort of fight or argument that went down so um yeah I is he in jail like no no he's not in jail so I don't know how can you shoot
0: somebody and not go to jail until your trial
1: I don't know I should have like looked up the details but yeah people that's crazy go on go on the Kardashian subreddit people are posting about it all the time and I don't know this is just what I say that like the Kardashians are so fucking good at controlling their narrative and they're involved in so much shit like this so much shady shit and Uh that's why Kris Jenner like all of a sudden like you know it'll come out that Tristan cheated on Chloe again or like you know something else to distract people but like Reddit knows. Reddit knows everything. I literally
0: had no idea. This was the first time I'd ever heard of it. It's crazy. It's a weird story. Um, I understand that, like, being shot is probably very traumatizing, and it was a traumatizing experience for her. But to say, like, I wish that he had killed me, like, you got shot in the foot. Relax, bitch. You'll be fine. You Yeah, fine. <laughs> if you're walking and you're still experiencing life, you're going to be okay. Jesus. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is going on. I was kind of scrolling through TMZ and I didn't really find anything interesting.
1: The Ellen's DJ unalived himself. He was found dead. That's what I sent you. Um, sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know his name. Uh his name was he went by Twitch D- DJ Stevens Switch boss dead at forty by suicide. So I guess yeah. he had I read the article like I guess he had left his house and he went out like without his car and people said like he drove everywhere so that was just weird and then a couple hours later he was like found in his hotel room or whatever he had uh, shot himself in the head. So that's mm. I just that's goes to really show really you like God rest in peace to him. That's, oh
0: my, uh, I know. Nice and stuff. like two days ago he was like dancing on TikTok with his wife. Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show you that the people that are smiling and laughing and making jokes and making other people feel good can be feeling like they're dying on the inside. It's really difficult.
1: Yeah. My biggest takeaway always when I hear about stuff like this, um, just stuff that we can do as decent human beings is like, just be kind to everybody. You know, like it, people you mm-hmm. you come across, like working at a grocery store, or you know, messing up your fast food order. What happened no, to you? No, who a cares? Weeks ago. Like it's
0: like, nothing in the grand scheme of
1: things. You truly do not know what somebody is going through on the inside, and you know what I mean. Like all, it it takes nothing to just be kind to everybody you come across, no matter what, because you just never know what somebody's going through. So.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, look at Robin Williams. Like, talk about lighting up a room and making people feel good. Um, Nobody ever had anything negative to say about him. Everyone said he was wonderful and, you know, he was suffering. But the the thing that um, upsets me about the Twitch thing is, first of all, he had three children. And he did this two weeks before Christmas. What an awful thing to do to your family yeah I know I mean at least he didn't do it at home so that he wasn't found by his family but uh what a really horrible thing to do
1: yeah I um I have a friend who I worked with for you know the 10 years that I worked at the club with and he lived with his best friend who also did security at the club with us uh he hadn't for like years when this happened, but they lived together. And, um, you know, my friend had come home from work one night, went to sleep, he woke up and his roommate had hung himself on the back of the door. And it was just like a huge shock as, as it always is when something like that happens, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you never expect to get a phone call and somebody that you worked with or, or you were friends with had done that, you know what I mean? And, um, when when we all like work together and stuff everyone we would always kind of talk about like you know he he was sick and of course there's that but then there's the other aspect of like you know my friend was very angry as, as you are when that happens and I guess he had wrote a note and my friend was like I will never read that note because anything he wanted to tell me I was literally asleep in my fucking bedroom like there's so (laughs) many insane emotions that come with suicide and um yeah it's 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 fucking awful and that that's that's the most messed up part is the people who are left behind because something yeah. like this happened especially the kids like oh god oh
0: anytime somebody does something like that and they have children I have such a hard time like understanding and I I I've been depressed my whole life I'm obviously not depressed in that at like that depressed I could never understand what it would feel like to think that that was your only way out or your only way for relief but When you have children, or you have a wife, or you have a family, or whatever, and you you do something like that, you're just putting so much trauma on other people that they will live with for the rest of their life. And to know that, I mean, every time mid December comes around, these kids are gonna have to be so traumatized about that. It's just so awful. I don't know. I know that sounds insensitive, and a lot of people won't understand the way that I feel about it. I just I can't. That's not true. I I think I think
1: a lot of people. We'll understand how you feel about that I think that's a I personally think that's a reasonable thing to uh, be upset about like I said there's so many emotions just because just because the person was mentally not well and very very deep in a depression they were sick in their own way that doesn't take away from the fact that people are angry you know what I mean Mm -hmm. both things can be true
0: and people are hurt and confused yeah it's very complex. It's it's very complex. Uh, but so it's sad. And I, I feel for his kids and his family. And I hope they're okay. It's it's hard.
1: I mean, not to be insensitive or like steer this away a little bit. But um, do you think that Chester Bennington, Bennington, was that his name from mm-hmm. uh, Lincoln Park? Do you think that he killed himself or are you into this conspiracy that like it was because he was talking about like the child porn thing and somebody like higher up in the Illuminati like took him out?
0: I, I think he probably just suicide. Okay. <laughs> I mean like what would the dude from Lincoln Park if he was a government official or if he was somebody that had access to documentation and proof and all of that then maybe I could see that happening, but... But
1: he was somebody that spoke out about uh, out about it, and then he died, like, a day or two later. Same with um Chris Cornell. Well,
0: what was he saying?
1: They were just saying that there's, like, uh this, like, sex trafficking ring or whatever, like, you, you know, like, Pizzagate or whatever right. it's called. but I feel
0: like most of the time when people hear that, they're like, that's just crazy conspiracy, but... Like, that's why I'm saying if he was like a government official or he was up with the higher ups or people that were, if he was part of some kind of community where people that had been accused of that were, if he had proof, if he had documents, if he had photos, if he had stuff like that, I could understand why he would be suicided. Mm-hmm. But he's like the dude from Lincoln Park.
1: So you're just the dude from Blinkwood eighty two. You know that, right? Um, I mean
0: i I just i it was probably suicide. I mean, listen to all of Lincoln Parks songs. Is it that shocking
1: that no, definitely not. Uh, however, can I just say the most, like, unpopular opinion in the world? Can't stand yes. Linkin Park. <laughs> like, I in, like the, Linkin Park. in the end, I can go the rest of my life without ever having to hear that song. Like, I like that song the first five million times I heard right. it. You know what I mean? Like, well, ne- and 20 years never years have ago, to when listen to any of their songs ever again in my life.
0: Yeah, no, um, I think I'd be all right without it. Yeah, I mean, like, when you're, tw- when you're 15 or 14 and you're just really f- going through it. Uh, when I was, like, 11...
1: <laughs> Yeah, okay. I was like 11 when that shit came out. And it was great. Yeah, Um, but now
0: I'm I'm good without it.
1: But there is this conspiracy, and, you know, I don't necessarily believe that Chester was one of these people, but I do believe that there is, like, kind of like what Josie and the Pussycats talk about, but uh, more, like, extreme, where there are, like, higher-ups in, like, the celebrity world that, like, will take celebrities out for, like, being, like too spoken about things. oh yeah it's like, like the government be- be- and I believe and- the Illuminati killed Tupac like I don't care because as soon as he started talking like there's interviews of him being like the Illuminati is real like I'm telling people well you know he died
0: really like, I always thought later. Suge Knight it was Suge Knight
1: but another thing like it was never like proven to be Suge Knight like that's still like an yeah. unsolved mystery yeah but remember I was actually Suge Knight- thinking about him the other day too because I was like laughing at myself because when I was a kid like I full like wholeheartedly believe Tupac was still alive
0: oh my god you did how <laughs> yes. funny
1: I was like oh man he's living in Canada somewhere like I just know it Jesus Christ
0: do you remember what I mean every I feel like every five years there's a picture of some dude that kind of looks like yeah. a little <laughs> bit like Tupac and people are like oh my god he's in Jamaica like that's just, okay first of all just because he's a black dude with a nose piercing does not yeah, mean he's yeah, yeah. fucking Tupac. Come on. Be yep. better. Yep. <laughs> so
1: funny. But it's like every
0: five years and it blows up. And it's like, OK, Tupac is dead. Let's move on. It's been 25 years.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. it's fine. There's people who still think Elvis is alive, like, you know. As long as we have celebrity and pop culture, and you know unsolved crimes and whatnot, like there will always be crazy conspiracy theories, but they're fun you to know, read.
0: Do you know what we should do an episode on? Celebrity conspiracy do ep- theories. Yes, but also, so do you remember when? So Lisa Left I Lopez from TLC, mm-hmm. Rest she died. In peace. Right. And a little bit after she died, they released this whole, like, documentary of the last times, of basically her last times, when she was over in another country and all the things that happened leading up to the death. And I think that wasn't the car accident that she was in, they were filming it? I I think that was part of the documentary, if I'm correct.
1: I don't know, like... I, I I have no idea the details on that one, so I don't want to.
0: I will find the documentary, and you should watch it. I remember watching it and thinking it was really crazy. And I would be interested in talking about that, because I'm pretty sure that towards the end of the documentary, they were filming the car accident that they were in. Crazy. That's it was up. very interesting. So I'll find the name of it and we should watch it and talk about it. But yes, we should do a celebrity conspiracy theory episode. That would be really fun. I'm making notes. <laughs> um, also, I think one of my favorite Lisa Left Eye Lopez stories was when her like dude was cheating on her and she burned his house down. <laughs>
1: oh my god
0: yeah she literally burned his house down
1: um i think she
0: put all his clothes in the bathtub and lit them on fire and i think the whole fucking house burned down
1: that's just deranged
0: i love it that's he probably deserved it that's that's unwell (laughs) that's
1: oh uh, you know uh, I, I like Auntie Mom when uh, Brianna put the crickets in Captain Spaulding's apartment. That was the funny one or or when Barbara is the best. Barbara put itching powder in uh, Mike's boxers because he cheated on her with a Huda's waitress.
0: That is amazing. I love the cricket thing. The cricket thing is brilliant because if you put like a thousand crickets in someone's house, that's psychological warfare. Driving nuts,
1: yeah. And th- then, in like one of the unseen moments, there's a clip of him calling her, and he's like, All I hear is fucking crickets, man. Like, I don't know what's going on. And <laughs> her and Brittany are just on the other end of the phone, like pissing themselves, laughing.
0: That is so funny. You would have that. to
1: just, I mean, I guess you could get an exterminate or whatever, but you would just have to move out at that point.
0: Oh, it, would drive, it would literally drive you nuts. You wouldn't be able to sleep. I mean, it would drive you crazy. I, I've also read how some people put, like, tuna in the inside of the shower rod. hmm And so once it starts to really go bad, like, you can't figure out where this rotting fish smell is coming from.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: I think that's pretty brilliant too. Or taking everyone's, someone's remote controls, like all of their remotes.
1: Yeah, I saw a really funny video a while ago. It was like mildly inconveniencing my ex as I move out. And like the person just took the pettiest shit. Like they took like the... The dryer, like lint roll, like lint screen thing, or they took like the shower curtain off. You the, take all the, the light bulbs
0: out of the lighting, the pictures. light bulbs, just like
1: random shit like that. Yeah. The batteries out of the TV remotes, just that like, you take the batteries shit.
0: out of the um, the smoke. Det- Actually, that's not a great idea. I don't take it out. Of the- I'm thinking the smoke detector because then it will beep and be annoying all the time. Uh, but yeah, you don't want somebody to die in a fire and know that you took the batteries out, so. <laughs> don't listen to me that's not a that's not good advice yeah um i love reading stuff like that because it's it's not hurting someone it's just a pain in the ass and i will always love the story of mariah carey suing her ex for wasting her time and winning jesus christ Mm -hmm.
1: americans will literally sue over anything
0: i know it's crazy yeah And I just read something also, I was reading about celebrity health issues, and Mariah Carey and bipolar disorder came up, and I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. I, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm." I saw that, like, two days ago, she was in Toronto doing, like, a Christmas concert. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, I guess if you're a fan of her, but... I mean obviously she's got one of like the greatest voices of all time but right I I would not be interested in going to a Mariah Carey concert especially oh, a Mariah no. Carey Christmas concert No
0: no 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 in the 90s I absolutely would have gone to or even in the early 2000s because her honey song is one of my all time favorite songs and I love the video I would have for liked honey. to see
1: her on like um we belong together. Like why are you so obsessed with me? Like when those songs came out, like, right. Yeah. So that'd be like like, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She is awful now though. I've seen so many videos of her like screeching and just like not sounding good. But one of my best friends is obsessed with her, like loves her thinks She's the most amazing thing. I think she's crazy pants and she just kind of like, doesn't give a shit anymore when she's performing she doesn't sound good she doesn't look good like I love like the compilation
1: of her just like ripping on her band and her backup dancers there's like a video and she's like someone's out of key one of you guys is out of key like while they're on stage like (laughs) calling out her backup singers and it's like I don't know I saw a video
0: recently where she was doing the same thing singing and telling the backup singer not to sing her part i was like golly.
1: like it, it's just so you know they the whole like i don't know her thing like there's just something about like you're a washed up pop star and now that a new pop star is in the spotlight and has an incredible voice and whatever like you never want to give that same like um you know, you don't want to like lift them up. It's the same because she thinks she's better same,
0: than everybody. It's like the same, Mariah Carey Nicki
1: Minaj is doing right now with Cardi B and Lotto and all these other young female. Cardi rappers. B is better than Nicki Minaj ever was. It's the it's the exact same thing. It's like and. I don't know. I went on a huge tangent on The Shore Store once about this with Nicki Minaj, but it's like when Nicki first became popular, all she talked about was how Lil' Kim was her idol and Lil' Kim never like paid her respect and all she did was diss her and it's like she would never do that to young female artists and that's all she's done since then. And I feel like (laughs) Mariah Carey's kind of that version with the pop girls, um, and it's funny because remember they did a season of American Idol together, and the whole season they were just like screaming at each other the whole time over the judges' table. Like I haven't watched American
0: men. Idol since like episode season two.
1: Did I oh. tell you that oh, I, oh, I auditioned
0: watch. for American Idol?
1: You what? Did I tell you that I auditioned for American That's Idol? It's so funny because I auditioned for Canadian Idol when it was here. Uh,
0: No way. No <laughs> way. Okay, let's talk about our experiences, okay?
1: Okay, I was 16 years old or 17. Okay. I was, like, Me too. very young. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. Where did they have it at?
1: They had it in Hamilton, which is my hometown, at, like, um, one of the smaller malls in Hamilton because... And the reason why they had it there was because the winner of the previous season was um Brian Mello and he's from Hamilton cuz normally they would j- they would have the auditions like at the the big cities right so like Toronto, Calgary, yep. etc and then they would always host it where the winner came from the previous season so um at the time I was like taking singing lessons I was like doing vocal class in school like I was uh Are you a good singer? Guitar- I didn't know you were a singer. Listen, I used to really be into singing but I I'm not a good singer like okay. I I like to go to karaoke night and like get drunk and like you know I'll I'll always do like a song where I actually try and then I'll do a song that's just like a fun song um, okay. but to me it's like nothing I was ever like good or talented at it's just like okay. I just love music and it's fun um, but at the time I did think I could sing so I went with <laughs> like my mom came and then I was with my two best friends at the time and I feel like I waited like all day. Like and in, in reality it probably wasn't that long. It was probably like 5 or 6 hours, but it felt like all day. Like there were thousands of people there, of course. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, so then they brought us into a trailer, like a portable type thing outside, and I was in a group of I think 5 or 6. And of course, you know, for anyone listening, it's obviously not the judges that you see on TV. Like you have to go through like three or four rounds before you even get to the televised auditions Mm -hmm. you know so they had this many people in our trailer and I believe they said to us like only one of you is gonna get to go through and that person is either gonna be a good singer or a not good singer oh wow so okay because, of course, for the televised ones, which, which is so shitty of them, but they will. They'll pick somebody who's a shitty singer. Production will make them believe that they're a good singer. It's and good that's TV. And that's why you get those classic <clears throat> television audition moments. But, yep. um, but I sang Mary Jane by Alanis Morissette. And they said that my voice was okay, but it wasn't strong enough for the competition. So my feelings weren't hurt or anything by that. I did my best you know and yeah. the person who got through in my trailer I feel like they went through for like a shitty audition because I just remember I was very like yikes when they started singing and everyone else in my trailer was kind of like me where it was like you know you can hold a tune but you don't have like an amazing voice whatsoever so um, it was a, it was an experience and I'm glad I did it and uh yeah that was it what about you
0: pretty much um, very similar. So I was working in a restaurant in Tennessee. And I was also I I mean, I was I was an entertainer my whole life, like a singer. And I was working in shows and doing all kinds of stuff. So one of my friends from the show and I, we decided to go to I think Atlanta to audition. And I think this was like the second or third season. It was pretty early on. I was about the same age as you, 17 or something, maybe 18. And so we traveled over there. It was me and my boyfriend and my friend from shows. And my friend is very talented. Incre- like, he is a vocal instructor. He's a fantastic singer. And we got some, like, shitty hotel room for the night before. And we had made the drive. And we, we stayed. And we went and stood in line for probably eight hours like you said there were thousands of people there and yeah you do you when you you don't get to just go in and sing for the judges you have to have like four or five auditions before you even get there yeah.
1: on tv they make it they make it seem like with american idol at least like oh hey well you're just gonna go in and meet simon cowell right now like, right you know what i mean as like-
0: if they have the time to see eight thousand people crazy they
1: probably see what a couple hundred in each city if that
0: if that probably like a hundred that's what I would guess yeah yeah so we went and I think we were in like a stadium or something and we were the same thing in groups of five or six and the people that you're auditioning for I mean they were like 20 year old interns or something or producers they were super young I did notice that They did not tell us, you're either going to be really good or really bad, and that's we're going to put. They didn't say anything like that to us. So we were watching that one of the guys in my group, we watched the few groups before us, and he looked at us and he was like, they don't want good singers. He was like, they want someone who's horrible and is good TV. He said, so watch me. Make a fool out of myself, and I will bet you they will put me through. And that's exactly what he did. He was a very good singer. He was a very good singer because, you know, everybody... I think the most annoying part of the audition process was everyone singing around you for hours and hours. Like, everybody was singing and thought they were so good they just so many
1: people had their acoustic guitars and I remember at one point in um in the mall in the lineup some guy had an acoustic guitar and he was just doing like a bunch of Beatles songs and we were all like you know surrounding him and singing the songs and then I was probably being that annoying person because like I said I was there with my friends who were like there for support and I was like do I sing this song or this song or this song or this song and I kept singing uh-huh. the whole time and they were like it's so cringy to look back because uh-huh. really fuck, I would never do that now I was gonna
0: say I probably really enjoyed it while I was there but if I went back and tried to do something like that now I would hate everyone and leave
1: same yeah it yeah. would be awful
0: <laughs> So but yeah, so the guy who had said that, he he was a very good singer. He had been singing around us in the group was fantastic. But when he got up to do the his audition, he changed his song to some like goofy song, and he took like a candy out of his pocket and slid it across the table to one of the producer judges (laughs) and just really put on a show and he's the one they put through. Yeah. He was absolutely right. I'm pretty sure he was on the show. I don't remember. But yeah, they just there were so many incredibly talented people that didn't make it past the first audition. I didn't make it past the first audition. And it was really like heartbreaking to me. And then also totally turned me off to the show. I don't think I ever watched the show again after that, after seeing how it actually works Um, because I saw so many incredibly talented people who were some of the best singers I've ever heard in my life above any of the famous singers out there, and they didn't make it past the first audition, and so that totally turned me off. I was like, all right, I don't need to watch this anymore. It's bullshit.
1: I definitely watched the season that I auditioned for. I feel like I watched that whole thing, and then I just never watched it again but the thing with like I'm not really I used to really be into all the singing shows like I fucking loved X Factor like that season with Fifth Harmony like I was so into that shit and then now it's just like I'm just not into it I mean I'm sure if I watched one from like the very first episode and I went through I'm sure I would get invested easily but there's just so many and that that's also just like a random pet peeve I have about America's Got Talent is how they let singers on that show it's like there's so many friggin singing shows like if I'm watching yeah. this I want to see the weird acts that I don't Something see different. anywhere else and the, the prize for that is supposed to be um, a residency in Las Vegas, and it's like, I'm not going to go see a random singer from America's Got Talent in Las Vegas, but I will go see, like, you know, crazy circus performers or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? So, anyways. Yeah.
0: One of my best friends was on America's Got Talent. I think she made it pretty far. I don't think she won, but she's a, she is a contortionist, and she's the one that started shooting the bow and arrow with her feet. Like that's something that a lot of contortionists do now. I see it all the time, but she's like the first one that did it. Oh. Her name's Lilia Stepanova. Stepan. Jesus Christ, Lilia Stepanova. I'm. Uh, she's fantastic.
1: Yeah, that's that's a show that's like mm, it's like one of those shows that like my mom likes, but uh, when I just I, would- I
0: mean those shows have been on for so long. I just yeah. could not care less. I just don't care at all.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And I was just turned off because I was like, there's so, I'm not even saying me, like, there were so many people out there that were so incredibly talented, like voices I had never fucking heard before. And to see them not get past the first audition was so disappointing because they're busy putting people like William Hung through so that they can get him through five auditions and make him famous for the next 20 years. That is frustrating when you're an entertainer because you know, oh my God, if, 20 of these people in this audience who are fantastic had been pitted against each other for the competition that would have been a fucking insane show amazing Mm -hmm. but I understand it too it's reality TV and they want good TV and they want good clips to show on the trailer and people like people making a fool of themselves on TV so
1: yeah but and, and and it goes the same with um the x factor like i remember the one season the girl auditioned and she looked like pink uh like the singer pink like she had the very short like blonde i've seen buzz that cut clip and she sang a pink song and then she said that she didn't want to sing a pink song and the producers made her and it was like a whole oh. thing and they like started her track over and i'm like i believe her like I that's believe that's interesting because
0: that that. i've i've seen the clip where she's like I'm not like pink. I'm my own person, blah, 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 blah. But then she looked like pink and she sang a pink song and she sang it exactly like pink. And it was like, well, why would you come here looking like pink, singing like pink and singing a pink song and then go on and on about how you're not like pink and you're your own person? That makes a lot of sense. That was totally producer driven.
1: Although even to go looking like another I pop know. star, you can you have to go in like completely being your own person. That's the only way you're going to get far. But the reason why I, I like the X factor of all those shows the most is because um, I just think Simon Cowell's a genius. How he'll like how what he did with One Direction and what he did with Fifth Harmony. How he I like, love Simon Cowell. Like, all of you guys are eliminated but i'm gonna bring you back as one and it's gonna be the most incredible thing ever like who would have thought one direction would have been like the biggest fucking band in the whole world i know and then create
0: and then created all these soloists too like fucking harry styles are you kidding me like or or a great one
1: is from is from x factor uk as well is Cher lloyd and her I audition her. is one of my all-time favorites because she goes in and she sang the Carrie Hilson version of Turn My Swag On. And she did not have the best voice whatsoever. Yeah. But her, she just had it. She had like the it factor. And the look on Simon's face was like, I know exactly what I'm going to do with this girl. She's you know so I mean? underrated,
0: though. She didn't really go. Like, she had a, a hit or two and then she just disappeared and it sucks.
1: I loved yeah. her. I know. Yeah. I know, it's it's crazy to me how some pop stars have, like, stood the test of time. Like, like you and I both aren't the biggest Swifties in the world. No, and, but... Um, and it's crazy to me how she has stood the test of time and someone like Cher Lloyd just kind of fell off. Because I, th- I think Cher Lloyd could have been a huge pop star.
0: Right. Maybe it's the look factor, though. I don't know.
1: I think Taylor Swift knows what her fans want and well, she's also she and comes from a very
0: wealthy family yes. who's very in his, her family was very like isn't her dad in the music business as well and has been for years and years so this is a family that had the money and the knowledge to really create a superstar for
1: sure
0: mm-hmm. so good on him use the info that you have and your knowledge and your connections and get where you want to be in life. Why not? Yeah. I think she's a good songwriter. She writes catchy songs. I just I would never pay to see her live. Never.
1: Yeah, the uh the same three chords over and over again on guitar. Yeah, people the, like the, people, it's the, the about three, the lyrics the three, the three first chords that you learn when you learn guitar it's like the same chords uh-huh. the smelly cat is in every single one of her songs but oh okay. my that's, god that's, that's neither here nor there
0: <laughs> i know we're <laughs> gonna get, we're gonna get a bunch of like one star reviews from all the
1: swifties but, but however like some of the pop stars that I like some of the music that I'm into like people question that like I love One Direction as I said I love Justin Bieber I love Ariana Grande I love my like I love almost every single pop star so much so um, yeah so whatever
0: well it just depends on what you like I like I like music make music that makes me feel good like you'll almost never hear me listening to anything that's slow or a ballad or anything like that I'm just. I want something that like pumps me up and makes me feel good and gets me in a good mood. So, speaking of, I saw. Have you seen the trailer for "I Want to Dance with Somebody," the the biopic about Whitney Houston?
1: Uh, no, I haven't. But I saw that Melissa and, and Joe Gorga were at the premiere. That's that's to okay. the extent that I've seen of it. It
0: it looked really good, really good. I want to see it. Who is
1: playing uh, Whitney?
0: God, I don't, I didn't, I don't think I recognize the actor. I'm going to go look it up. But um, oh,
1: the, the next, like, uh, one of the next big, like, biopics that they're do- make in the middle of making right now that I'm excited for. It's not, there's no title to it yet, but it's going to be the Bob Marley one. And uh, okay. for those who've listened to me for a while, you guys know I'm, like, obsessed with Bob Marley and the Whalers. So um, the guy who is playing Bob Marley was in that show Peaky Blinders, which I've never seen. And I've never the, seen that either, but I the, heard it was really good. The director who's doing it is the same guy that directed King Richard, which I've never seen. But, you Haven't know, seen won, that a, either. won a bunch of Academy <laughs> Awards. So um, It's been in
0: my HBO queue forever. But, and yeah, I know that, like...
1: It. Bob Marley's first daughter, Sadella, like I know that she's like, um, like I always see her post on her Instagram, like in Jamaica, they have like open casting calls to play like the young Bob Marley in the movie. And um, I just love him so much. So I'm so excited to like see what they do with that. And that will be one where I feel like I'm going to be extremely picky about it, like every little thing. but. Yeah, so w- what's going on with this Whitney one?
0: Okay, so Naomi Aki, she was born in 1992. She's pretty young, so I was wondering why she didn't have much of a an IMDb. She has 20 credits, and mostly they're, like, an episode of a TV series here, a TV movie, a short.
1: Um, well, Most well, notably, is, I would this is say... This the thing with biopics, like most of the time it's an actor that isn't well known for another role like most of the time it is sort of a character actor like mm-hmm. i know with austin butler who played elvis like i know with um him a lot of people were saying oh harry styles was going to do it And then they were like, but Harry Styles is Harry Styles. So when you Mm -hmm. see someone like him on the screen, that's all you're going to think of. So That's very true. It would make sense to put somebody who's not like a household name in the movie.
0: I still need to watch uh, Elvis because everyone that's seen it has said it was fucking amazing.
1: It's so good. My mom didn't like it. I was like so excited to tell her about it. And I was like, you have to watch it. I'm like, it's long. So just make sure you're like ready for it, you know even though it goes by super fast but she was like yeah i don't know there were some things where i was just like that's not elvis and i'm like what are you talking about like <laughs> i there's been um there's been a couple of the performances where they've where on youtube you can watch the videos where it's like the real elvis performance and austin in the movie like side by side and i think he is phenomenal like Okay. I, I personally loved it. I definitely, so. I
0: definitely want to watch it. I that's how I feel about Selena. Like Jennifer Lopez as Selena, is phenomenal. Like fantastic. She, mm-hmm. you've seen Selena, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen okay. it in
1: years, but yeah, I've seen it. No,
0: yeah, we rewatched it a couple a year or something ago, and I mean, she is just fantastic as Selena, and it's so hard. I think it would be so hard to commit to a role like that for a legendary person. Oh, man, that must be difficult. You want to get it perfect and, you know no one's gonna always be happy you're never gonna have everybody that's happy with your performance but well, Angus,
1: yeah. Angus Cloud who plays uh Fezco on you oh I love him so he is not an actor He sh- he was just literally pulled off the street because they wanted somebody who's authentically like that for the role and he uh-huh. kills it and of course he looks and talks a lot like Mac Miller so a lot of people were like oh if they do a Mac Miller biopic like he needs to be the one." Oh, he would be so good I 100% agree with that but he has said in multiple interviews like I will never do that because He's not a real actor, so he doesn't feel confident enough in his acting But he is a
0: real actor. He's a fucking fantastic
1: actor. He's an incredible actor, and he's so good. But that's his real personality. Like, if you see him in interviews, like, he's always stoned out of his face. And they're like, so who do you think's the best dressed here tonight? And he's like, I don't know, man. Shit. Like, that's literally just him. Like, But that's kind of how Mac Miller was, too. Um, But he said, like, he would never do it because he just knows, like how loved Mac Miller is and he mm-hmm. wouldn't want to like step into that role although I I personally feel with the right acting coach like he could definitely nail it so
0: I I'm actually shocked that they haven't done at least a documentary series or something
1: about Mac Miller like see I'm not sure if Mac Miller's like family or anything like that like wants it um, I don't know it's been what like three years ago now yeah man that's some that's that's one that like hurts me a lot
0: I know it upsets me it really does yeah he was gonna be huge he was nowhere near like the the top of his potential it, I felt like he was just like teetering on the edge of a huge breakthrough
1: um at and the he at was the underrated Wiz, at the Wiz Khalifa concert um, which is funny because the second time I ever saw with Khalifa, Mac Miller opened up for him. Um, <gasps> they went to the same That's high amazing. school in Pittsburgh. That's um, But yeah, um, when the Wiz Khalifa concert this year when he played See You Again he had like a montage on the screen of like Aww. all of the rappers who had like passed away within the last couple years and right. a lot of them I didn't even know who they were I'm like god I feel so fucking old because I've never seen I name know. in my life but like there were the big ones that made people scream right so like DMX I was like wow Um, Juice World, everyone screamed but Mac Miller like everybody went insane like that was the one that like brought the tears to my eyes that would give me chills
0: i just got chills thinking about that
1: yeah it's uh i
0: still i'm still mad at pete davidson because i'm pretty sure that he did send some kind of like nudes or picture of him and ariana in bed or something just to be a fucking asshole and i think that that kind of if you want like
1: your mind to be like fucked up like The Kardashian subreddit like and yesterday actually when I recorded my Jersey Shore episode for Shore Store we were talking about this how like people on Reddit are fucking insane like they will do timelines of relationships and when Pete was with Kim somebody went back and did a timeline of all of Pete Davidson's relationships and the side relationships and everything so of course Uh, Ariana Grande and Mac Miller and everything was and Pete Davidson and that overlap was in there I didn't realize Ariana and Mac Miller had only been broken up for like a day before her and Pete Davidson had been engaged Mm. so there was some sort of overlap there with that um Mm. yeah it's it's uh it's messy
0: it is messy and I I feel so bad for Ariana Grande because like she loved him for years but he had a problem and it's hard to love somebody that has a problem it's really hard okay. I don't know I could go on about that forever
1: I um yeah honestly the 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 unfortunate trauma that that gave her gave one of the best pop albums of all time however oh my thank, god thank you next and um you know I've I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before but the very last song on that album called ghost in it's about that situation about p davidson or sorry a mac miller passing away and that the guy that she's with sees her crying over another guy and she's like i have all these problems and all this baggage and i don't understand why you love me still and it's like such a beautiful song and oh, oh, it gives man. me chills i just love that album and her so much
0: she's fantastic she's really good i love her well, girl, I got to run a couple errands. I think you got anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say? This is um, a fun one. I love our random episodes.
1: I know. I'm like, what other pop stars can I spill some tea on right now? Because <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we should definitely do that celebrity, co- like, conspiracy episode or cel- more celebrity rumors would be fun.
1: Celebrity conspiracy for sure. Um, I kind of want to do a laminated list episode. <laughs> what does I'm that mean? I got the term from Lauren from Everybody Wants Something podcast, but uh, it's like your, your list of like who you're allowed to bang if you, if you got oh, the yeah. chance to. Yeah,
0: my husband and I call it the hall, hall, pass. I have, hall pass. I have a yes. bunch of hall passes. Yeah, we could do that too. That'd be fun. We could compare notes and see how different our, our types are.
1: Oh yeah,
0: okay. I no, I, I got a
1: bunch of notes. I was um, because spoiler alert, my number one is a football player for the Bills, Shocking. and I was and I was thinking like I need to stop like fantasizing about football players because I heard no, this I heard this saying on Reddit and it it's it's fucked up but it made me laugh. It's NBA will cheat on you, NFL will beat you. Ooh, but it's kind of true. I'm like yeah he's he's he's, he's probably like a really fucked up person from so much head trauma but yeah
0: that's probably that's probably the major difference is the head trauma
1: yeah 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 uh you know football's a wild sport i could talk all day about how interesting it is like the concussion and the head trauma and the ct and like
0: well we did that one episode where we talked about all the serial killers that had had head trauma it's like yeah. a legit thing yeah
1: yeah it's messed up it's it's crazy when you see like nfl players who played like years and years ago when the rules were so different and you could do like the head-on hits and stuff and to see them like you know however many years later they're like broke they're homeless they're drug addicts they've beaten their wives they've driven on down the wrong side of the highway like Mm -hmm. there's there's so much shit it's crazy
0: yeah Hey, right well on that fun note Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have a fun episode for you guys next week. Something juicy and fun to talk about.
1: When's that Netflix documentary coming out about the strip searching in the fast food restaurants?
0: Oh, my God. What was the name of that? Hold on. Don't hang. up. Oh, don't don't answer the phone. Don't answer
1: the phone. Don't hang up. That's a horror movie, I think.
0: (laughs) I think it is. It's called Don't Answer. Well, no. Hold on.
1: OK, when I when I read the description for it, for some reason, it like unlocked a memory like I forgot don't pick up the phone. It, I forgot that whole situation had happened. But as soon as I read the description, I can picture the security video in my head.
0: I remember reading a, an article about it or hearing about it. OK, it's out. There's okay, so three episodes. We'll do
1: that next week then, right? OK, OK if you want. Yeah,
0: so this says through interviews with survivors and police detectives, this docu-series charts the disturbing story of the strip search caller. Um there yeah, so we could talk about that next week. It's three episodes, they're about 45 minutes apiece. Yeah. Good. All right, cool. Thank you guys for listening. Check out Justine at the Shore Store podcast and on Instagram and follow us at Resting Bitch Pod. Oh, and Leave us a, a review, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us a lot. And it also and helps you guys, it. too,
1: for the algorithm and finding other podcasts if you like this one. So
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you, guys. We will see you next week.
1: Bye, bitches. Oh,
0: wait. Hold on. Oh. Or I not. forgot to say, we have launched our Patreon, but we only have one tier right now. OK. So for $2 a month, you will get ad free early release episodes. So if you're listening to this on Friday, you could have listened to it on Wednesday with zero ads. So just go to our Patreon, the link is in our link tree. It's two bucks a month. You're gonna get all four episodes on Wednesday instead of Friday and completely ad free. And then we will be adding more tiers. I was looking through our previous Patreon episodes that we've done before, so there's a handful of those. And then we will be adding more tiers soon. So keep an eye out for that. Okay, that's it. Bye, bitches. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.